Hello everyone, welcome back to Cover Me, Batman Edition. Batman Day Special. Yeah. Two I mean, days later. Technically, I mean, we're still within. Yeah, battle. we're in the, yeah, we're the, the Batman three-day weekend. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a Batman holiday special. Just when you thought it was safe to start reading flash books. Bam! Batman! Batman! <laughs> but we did have a cool Batman book released this yes. week. It's something that I've been excited about for a while since I heard about it. Uh, it's called Batman The World. The World. The World of Ooh. Batman. In a world. Um, of all Batman. Of only Batman. One Batman. Stands above Batman. <laughs> In Batman, the world. Batman, too many Batmans. <laughs> it's not even Batman. It's Batmans. Bat- Batmans. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman, the world is a compilation book. Uh so it's a bunch of different stories, and each story is made up of a team of creators from the country that the story is representing. Um, so the story is usually, I think with the exception of maybe like one, the stories actively take place in the country that they're representing. Uh, so if it's the Brazilian team, it takes place in Brazil. If it's the German team, it takes place in Germany and so on and so forth. And then the creators themselves are artists and writers that are from that country. Uh, so in the book itself, you get such a vast just massive variety of art styles and story styles. Some stories, you know, take place at in like the eighties. Some take place in modern times. Some take place in, you know, world war two times and stuff like that. So it's a lot of variety and each story, it just, they're their own standalone things. It's not a sequence. Nope. They're their own standalone things. Um, and they just tell a Batman story, but with whatever message and whatever purpose the artist and writer wanted to deliver. Uh, and it's cool. It's a nice hardcover. It's how much is it? Does it say on there? I think Let's it was like twenty four ninety nine or something like Let's that. See. I think you left the dust jacket downstairs. I so. did. I has no idea. I'm sorry. I want to say it was like 25, 30 bucks. I failed. Um, I so. failed you reader listeners, <laughs> people, peeps, Batmans. Um, Batmans. <laughs> we are Batmans. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to say it was like 25 bucks. And how many stories are in there? Can you give uh, us a count real quick? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 13, 14. It opens with a epic story from Brian Azzarello and uh, Lee Bermejo, uh, which really sets the tone because it's one of the weirder Batman stories I've read in a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> They're like, Batman's married to Gotham. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> really sets up all these other bo- uh, all these other stories that don't take place yeah. in Gotham. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, rest of the world's worth of creators, don't worry. We're going to start things off real weird, so you just do whatever you want. <laughs> Brian and Lee, they're going to just knock it out of the park. But it was still good. Uh, T, which stories were your favorite out of this book? So the two stories I wanted to highlight out of the book. um, The first one actually hails from Russia. um, With It was written by Kirill Kudozov and Igor Prutov. um, With art colors and cover by Natalia Zedova. Which is an 
beautiful name. Damn. Um, anyway, this book, what I like about this particular story is that it's Batman, but really not about Batman. And I gotta say, I love when stories like kind of use superheroes that can sometimes be like overhashed as mm-hmm. like as like prop pieces it's like set pieces yeah they're yeah. like a part of the story but they're not the story you're a big marvels fan so that makes sense. yes exactly yeah. i like it when you talk about the people around these characters because i mean admittedly like how many batman stories have you read in your entire life like a bazillion because there are a bazillion i'm reading one right now yeah Exactly. As, as I'm doing the podcast, I'm holding a pen. <laughs> exactly. So, but this one in particular. I don't know how it got in my hands. <laughs> uh, it's it's how DC does it nowadays. It just falls yeah. out of the sky. It's like in a, the gag in Futurama where the companies put commercials in your dreams. Yeah, exactly. Like DC comes into your house and just slits a comic in your hand <laughs> while you're sleeping. You wake up and you're like, oh, I guess I was reading this. I guess I'm reading some Batman today. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this story actually, it takes place in Russia. It talks about, um, a a gentleman from when he was very little and was given like a a pen that's a Batman pen Mm -hmm. and he was inspired to draw. He drew Batman. He drew political cartoons and it kind of talks about his journey as an artist and as a Batman fan and Mm -hmm. someone who, you know, a bat fan, a bat fan, right. Um, not a Batman's, a bat fan. <laughs> bat fans. <laughs> um, and I just really liked it because it's one of those stories that's very sweet and it takes place in the world where Batman is a real thing, Yeah. but it also could take place in, in a story where Batman's not well, like it rides that line between like feeling very relatable and very our world and feeling very bad. Yeah. World. I love the subtle kind of. <laughs> postmodernism to that one yeah where batman very clearly exists is very clearly out in the world doing stuff but then also like doesn't age like he's you know the story starts right around like world war ii or like after world war ii in like deep in soviet russia yeah and we watch this man grow old to the point where he has grandchildren and then it's like modern age he gets invited to a convention Batman's there and he kind of makes a note of like he doesn't have the same wrinkles I do but at least he's still helping people and so you have this kind of weird thing like is that is Batman actually there is he is this his interpretation of seeing like being in America at a convention and seeing Batman stuff or is Batman actually some sort of weird immortal or is this some like <laughs> Batman Beyond scenario where yeah. this is like the fourth Batman? Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's... it's it's just cool the way that they they frame it and the it's very sweet the relationships that we see him have with mm-hmm. his friends as a child and then the like with his grandchildren. Of, the and... ending of that story literally made me tear up. Oh, it's like, so sweet. It really I yeah. I loved this story. It was probably my favorite in the whole very book. Very heartfelt. Yeah, yeah, it's just it was beautiful. It was you know, creative. It was well-placed. I don't know. I just really, really enjoyed that one. Um, the other one that I really, really liked was um, the one from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And let me get to who who wrote that one. Um, writer was Alberto Chimal. And art was Rulo Valdez. Um, the reason I really liked this one is because I like when they force Batman to be in not street level, not realism scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
there's all these other superheroes that play around with magic and spirits and, you know, hell. And you guys know I love Constantine and, so mm-hmm. you know, Zatanna and all these things. But Batman doesn't really, like, play with them very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Batman and his immediate friends and his rogue gallery are all based pretty solidly in a more realistic, our type of world scenario. And I like when they throw Batman into the deep end of the supernatural pool because you could just kind of feel how uncomfortable he would be. Yeah. And I like that. I enjoyed those stories. I like watching him be like, I don't understand this because I can't explain it. And I don't like that because I'm a detective and how am I supposed to do that? And so this one actually delves into the supernatural. It plays with spirits, plays with ghosts. It's very much steeped in a very like, you know, Mexican folklore, Day of the Dead style story. And I just thought it was really, really cool because I think the art is beautiful and the story is really good. And it, you know, it it's just, it's, it's a nice change of pace, in my opinion, from watching Batman beat up thugs and gangsters. Yeah. And his standard rogues gallery. Like, it's nice watching him have to, like, follow a ghost. I love, yeah. (laughs) I love the use of color in that one. Yeah. Very, like, drastic use of color. Yeah. There's, like, bright, bright reds and oranges. You know, being set in nighttime in Mexico City. And, like, very dark, dark blacks. The color usage very fit the tone. Very much fit the tone. So that one was really good. It was just, it was beautiful. It made me, it actually, this is super random, but it actually made me feel similar to when I was reading um, the Lady Mechanica, um, the the one that took place in Mexico. Okay. And it, it has similar, like, like, color uses and, like, similar themes. And I just, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think it's really cool seeing that scenario played out with Batman. Yeah, fair. Uh, the two I kind of wanted to highlight, uh, one of them is actually the final story in the book. It's called Batman Unchained. Uh, it was written and drawn and letters and the cover by Okadaya Yayu- uh, Yuichi. Uh, Okadaya Yuichi. Uh, she is a graphic novelist, uh, manga artist from Japan. Uh, and she did the whole thing, and the story itself is... It's fairly different from the other books. Mm-hmm. The other ones were, you know, really basically just like what we know as Batman. And this one was kind of an Elseworlds Batman. Yeah. It was uh, set seemingly during like feudal Japan. Uh, and Batman was this mysterious vigilante. And there was all this talk of like censorship and, you know, oh, we can't let the artists do this thing and, you know, stuff like that. And I, I thought it was a really cool tone that it set. Yeah. Um, and I liked the story itself and the feel of it and the pace of it. And it was just cool to see. I really liked the visual representation of Batman and yeah. how he kind of had like a little bit of a samurai vibe to him. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I like, you know, this concept that while he exists, the art, you know, evokes this kind of idea of hope and like justice. And yeah. People root for him because this artist is pumping. It was a, you know, it was a, uh, uh, I guess an homage or a, a like celebratory piece for all the artists over the yeah. years who have created this character and all these different like shapes and sizes of Batman that we've seen. Uh, it's like, hurrah artists. You're the ones that bring out the joy and the justice of Batman. Yeah, you're bringing like the that. real, the, the real hope to yeah. people. And it was a cool way of closing off. And like I said, it did feel very different from the other ones. Cause all the other ones are kind of like Batman in the modern age 
doing stuff. But then that one and the Russia one were really the only two that kind of stepped away from just being like another story of the Bruce that we've been reading about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these two didn't really feel like they could fit into the normal continuity and the others did. Yeah. Um, I agree. But it was still very, very good. Uh, and the last one I wanted to talk about was actually the one from Germany. Uh, it's called A Better Tomorrow. Uh, it was written by Benjamin von Eckartsberg uh, with art by Thomas von Kumant. Uh, this is a Joker story, and it's actually the only real like Joker story we have, which is mm-hmm. nice, mm-hmm. which is real just nice. <laughs> I'm all for Joker. I know Joker has his fans. I know he's a big part of Batman. But I feel like every time we get, like, the promise of a new, this is going to look at Batman on, like, a deeper level, it's like, but also the Joker's there. (laughs) He's a big part of it. You know, it's like Batman and Catwoman really should be called Catwoman and Joker with Batman. Yeah. Featuring Batman. (laughs) Featuring Um, Batman. And it's like, I get it. I get it. I do. I get it. I get it. But there's other stories to be told. You get it. That doesn't mean you like it. And that's one of, yeah, that's one of the things I liked about this particular anthology is a lot of it didn't focus around the rogues gallery. No. There was a lot of like unique creations. There was a lot of like standard criminals or like other sorts of crime or other sorts of problems that Batman had to overcome. There was a lot of corporate stuff. There was a this, lot so of focus tell, on Bruce, and which was kind of cool. That's really... I think the best thing about this book overall is that as these different groups come in from different parts of the world, you see not only differences, but also similarities in the sorts of things that people are worried about, the sorts of messages people want to tell, you know, whether it be talking in general about crime and kind of the corrupt nature of your government and stuff like that, which is a big feature of the Brazilian one, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it be, you know, talking about corporate stuff which the china one focuses on like corporations buying up land and buying up areas the chinese story really focuses on that um and some of the others do as well or whether it be eco stuff the the environment and ecological preservation which this one focuses on so this one is a joker story we follow two uh activists uh, environmental activists who are meeting with some sort of oil baron. Mm-hmm. When they get there, the Joker beat them to it. <laughs> and he's trying to push them to use chaos to push their method. I think, A, it was a really cool use of the Joker. It was. It, The Joker was <clears throat> effectively fighting for the side of good, just handling it in a dark way. We, B, potentially got, like... <laughs> not to spoil too much but we potentially got a new joker out of it which is kind of cool so if you're the spec type this might be something to look into uh this is the (laughs) kind of random corners that some writers a la donny cates who doesn't work for dc but you never know uh Mm -hmm. like to pull out of um and it was just it was really interesting art style is very like soft very pastel uh and like i said it was just a cool it was a cool use of that character. And then Batman was also kind of a set piece. He kind of like showed up at the end and did stuff. But the story was mainly about these two, you know, activists and general like people just wanting the best for the world who are getting pushed into potential eco-terrorism. Uh, and I thought it was really cool. Also, shout out to the writer for having an absolute 
banger of a Trump diss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was good. I, oh, it was so good. I agree with you, though. It was kind of nice seeing a weird, I mean, I don't know what to say nice, but like it was really interesting seeing a like chaotic neutral Joker instead of yeah. a like chaotic evil Joker. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I want to do a good thing in a bad way. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But like the way he, ra- the thing is, is that the way he rationalized it could sway good people. Yeah. So it's like, hmm, that's some chaotic neutral energy over there, Mr. Joker. We don't get that much. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, overall, that's kind of what I liked out of this. I guess to wrap it all up, that's what I liked out of this anthology particularly. And that's what I like out of the anthologies that DC and to an extent Marvel. Marvels are still very, like the Wolverine one and the Deadpool one and the Carnage one are still very just like standard superhero. Yeah. Uh, but like Batman black and white, Superman red and blue, Wonder Woman black and gold, with the exception of, you know, it's about 50 50. Like some stories are just like, I'm here, I'm punching. But other stories are like, we're going to take this particular character. We're going to take this particular part of Batman's life. We're going to take this particular, you know, idea and we're going to expand. We have a few pages and we're going to use those pages to expand on that. Yeah. And this anthology, that's like all it was. Yeah. And like I said, you know, you have so many people across the world coming in that you have a lot of different themes. You've got, there's a lot of, you know, we need to slow down corporations kind of talk in this book. There's a lot of, you know, there's a handful of environmental talk. There's, you know, the general kind of stress of American politics and things like that. So you see a lot of that. And then you see a lot of people telling stories that are just kind of focused on their, their own culture or their own problems that they perceive in their country. Yeah, like their relationship. Yeah. To you, this gave these creators like a good kind of sounding board for these issues, whether global or local that they, you know, wanted to sound off about and using Batman as kind of a backdrop to this. And you're right. There's a lot of Bruce. We get yeah. a lot of there's Bruce. A lot out of Bruce, this. which is and cool. It's, it's all the one thing all these stories have in common is that Batman at no point really felt like the unstoppable wall of justice that he can sometimes feel. Yeah. This isolated, dark, like, I get everything I want. Like, he's, in these books, you see him relating to people, you see him relating to cultures, you see him, like, kind of breaking down his walls a little bit in almost all of these stories. He's just a human, which we sometimes forget about because we see him up with, like, you know... Diana the goddess and yeah. Clark the superhero alien. Like, yeah, the kind of we common, forget his humanity. The kind of common denominator of these stories, which I really dug, was they usually they usually focused on Batman learning something. Yeah, as opposed to just doling out justice. Yeah, Batman was either learning about a culture or learning about you know the problems in a different part of the world or learning about different ways to solve problems that he would normally just punch out. (laughs) And, you know, it was watching these artists from around the world, take Batman and kind of make him grow. was really interesting because Batman's one of those characters that's just in danger of being stale. No, he's been around so long and he's been unstoppable for so long that, you know, we're watching, 
we watched Scott Snyder for a long time and we watched Tom King for a long time. And now we're watching James Tenney and just try to figure out ways to make Batman unique and like, who do we have to kill off and what are we going to do and stuff like that? Well, and it was interesting because like, I think it's the end of the story from China that the girl looks at Bruce, not Batman, Bruce. And is like, you're a superhero. And he's like, oh, she's and she's like, and your superpowers money. And I was like, (laughs) that one. The That's Chinese great. story was adorable. And even though we only picked out four, all these stories are really, They're all really good. very good. This is definitely a hardcover worth getting. And it's it's whether you're a huge Batman fan and you want something that just kind of celebrates the iconography of that character, this is a good read for you. Or if you're not that much of a Batman fan and you're just kind of looking for something that is a refreshing take on superhero culture. Yes. Or something that's a little bit more aware than what we get out of superhero books from time to time. Looking for uh, some diversity. Yeah, exactly. This is definitely worth picking up and you know it, batman day was on saturday so now's the time to celebrate the character that's been around for decades yeah long and time. has been swooping out of the shadows and punching people and leaving them not dead Air but quotes. with like f- four <laughs> broken bones in a snowy alleyway <clears throat> i'm sure they're fine anyway jeez louise bruce <laughs> But so that's going to do it for us. Get out and pick up Batman the World. Yes. Uh, it's a really good compilation. I hope DC just starts doing more books like this. Agreed. It's very cool. Get very a bunch cool. of people from different backgrounds and celebrate. You know. if, you, if you want more Cover B graphic novelties or some of our other episodes, you can find them on our website, coverbpodcast.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we have been so good lately about making sure things are posted. So you got to get over there because we're doing stuff. It's neat. Yes, indeed. <laughs> just a reminder, we're on vacation. I know, <laughs> I know we, uh, it's we're true. just on vacation, but that was more of a hiatus. This is a literal we're out of town. So we won't have a regular episode this Thursday. Keep an eye out for an episode on Monday. Uh, and then you'll hear from us in like a couple weeks. Yeah, it'll be soon though. But we've still got stuff in the interim for you. Yeah, we're gonna work it we're out. We're keeping you taken care of. So in the meantime, we will catch you back here whenever we get around to it <laughs> for the next episode of, of Cover, Cover B. B. Bye.